Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? You're fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, and I brought his hand check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. Welcome on into the Hoopers Log. It is December something. Um, I don't have a December 7th. I forgot the date there. We have a 7 o'clock edition tonight. Uh, Chris, I believe, had a doctor's appointment earlier today, so we didn't have the early show. Uh, but we are here now. Uh, we got a you know a day of basketball that I don't think you'd be too disappointed if you missed. Not a whole lot of great games. Uh, we might have the, the beating of the century when San Antonio takes on Philadelphia. Um, you know, we also have a whole weekend of basketball to recap. Uh, you know, some news out of the Philadelphia organization. Jerry Colangelo uh, was named the president and chairman of basketball operations. Uh, he's also the general managing partner, special advisor, or something like that. But really what we care about is basketball operations. Um, but, you know, today today's games, we had, I believe, nine on the docket. So, so there's a few to really look at. Two of them are starting now. Uh, we got the 76ers versus Spurs and the Pistons versus the Hornets starting in about eight minutes here. But uh, let's get into our recap. For some reason, I can't find the Kevin Hart button, so we might have to deal without it. But into our recap, here we go. All right, on Friday, uh, you had a few good games. Let's just go straight to the game of the night. We got a whole re- weekend of recap. We're not going to go over every game. So let's go straight to the game of the night Friday. Cavs versus Pelicans. This one went to OT where it got a little bit disappointing in, in overtime, but the fourth quarter was something to see. You saw LeBron go for 24 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, he went off. Well, Anthony Davis did his thing. Um, what we what I've spoken on a lot with Chris is, you know, Anthony Davis has been getting those numbers, but he hasn't been closing out games. He hasn't been doing all that he needs to do to really get these victories. Um, in this game, he changed that. He did what he had to do to get the victory in this game. When his team needed a bucket, he got the bucket. When his team needed a rebound, he got the rebound. When his team needed a block, he got the block. When his team needed a defensive presence, he was that presence. Um, the the Pelicans came away in this game 114 to 108 after you know outscoring the Cavaliers in overtime by six. It was 
really they kind of just beat up on the Cavaliers. You saw Kevin Love make a couple of silly, silly plays, um, and, and LeBron just looked frustrated. Not to mention he played 45 minutes in the first night of a back-to-back, which would actually cause him to sit Saturday. Elsewhere on uh, Friday, Knicks, who are now 10-10, and uh, you know, surprising me. A lot of people predicted this for them. To me, it just surprised me a ton. Uh, they beat the Nets 108-91, to really just took it to them. Kristaps Porzingis, you know, was Kristaps Porzingis in this one with 19 points and 10 rebounds. This rookie looks just outstanding. Carmelo, 28 points. Is that is, you know, his normal seven rebounds to go with it. He played a Carmelo-type game, vintage Carmelo we're all used to, you know, just powerful in the post. Jump shots going down. Uh, the Wizards and the Suns played a really good one where the Wizards, you know, came back and they were down uh, 10 points, excuse me, 7 points going in the fourth quarter. Came back, beat the Suns 106-109. Uh, you know, John Wall had a really good game. Bradley Beal, though. Bradley Beal went 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals. Um, I, I am pulling up the whiteboard-worthy performance chart as we speak. Uh, thank you, Chris, for sending that to me because I, I bet you're listening. Uh, Beal with the white points, white whiteboard worthy performance. He had a total of 59. And just going back to the last game, LeBron had a whiteboard worthy performance with a total of 60. So that's you know that's getting up there. Uh, Lakers Hawks. I mean, how bad have the Lakers looked? This looks. I mean, they lost to the 76ers. You know, after Friday, they were 3-16. and 16. That is just not good. Um, you know, we don't really got to go into depth. We know what's been happening. Kobe's been taking a lot of shots. He's also been missing about 70% of them. He's now shooting 29% on the season. I mean, that's that's all-time bad. He's been, and as much as people don't want to hear it, he's been the worst player in the entire NBA. Nobody's been worse in the whole league. Bismack Biombo has been better than him. Uh, Steve Blake, better than him. Jason Terry, better than him. Um, but getting to a better game, you got the Rockets versus the Mavericks, where the Rockets, who look like they may be heating up a little bit. Uh, I don't want to confirm that yet because, you know, they, they're still under 500, but they do beat the Mavericks 196. Harden with a white boy to worthy performance. He had 25 points, nine assists, eight rebounds, and two blocks to get a 53 on that scale. Uh, Derek's still looking good. He had 16 and 10. Darren Williams, he looked tremendous all year. He scored 22 in that game. Uh, the Pistons took on the Bucks, which, you know, last time the Pistons played the Bucks, they got embarrassed. Uh, they came out in this one and took the W, 102 to 95. Andre Drummond didn't quite have a whiteboard-worthy performance. I personally think we got to change up because this guy had 17 points, 23 rebounds, three steals, and two blocks and didn't get it. So he was point guard. The assist are worth two points. Big men rebounds are only worth one, so it's really hard for them to reach that 50 mark. But he, you know, another almost 20-20 and 20 game. Uh, you know, Greg Monroe played him good. Played him good. He had 14 and 13. But Andre Drummond won the battle this time around, and so did the Pistons. Uh, on to Saturday. Um, first game, you know, the the Heat played the Cavs. Uh, LeBron sat out. Like I said, he played 45 minutes in the first half of back-to-back. Now, something I'm noticing with this Cavs team, when LeBron was on the Heat, uh, he would, and he had to sit maybe at a sore leg or sore back, something like that, maybe just either rest. The Heat would come to the challenge. They would want to, you know, own 
say, guess what? We're still good. We're still good NBA players. These Cavs came out and they're like, well, let's just take the loss today because we don't have, you know, God in a basketball jersey on the court. And, and you know, that's really disappointing to see. Uh, do I think it'd be different if Iman and Kyrie were there really pushing this team to still be very good without him? Sure I do. But even without them, these players have to play. Uh, Kevin Love, you know, has this chance to shine as the only true option on this team. He gets five points. Sure, he only played 22 minutes. In the first half, he had two. And then they're like, well, why are we going to play this guy? I mean, he's been injury prone. He, he got outplayed by Richard Jefferson, Timofey Mozgov, Della Vadova, uh, Sasha Khan, Tristan Thompson, Mo Williams, Jared Cunningham, and James Jones. Every single player on this team besides Anderson Berger, even Anderson Berger was close, outplayed Kevin Love in this game, which is ridiculous. When, you know, if this guy's getting paid over $100 million over the next few years, he needs to play better. Uh, in the crapshoot of the night, the Nuggets took out the 76ers only by three. Um, you know, I do actually enjoy watching the 76ers play, even how bad it is. I like watching Jalil play. Not a fan of Jalil. I like watching him and his footwork play. Um, I like I love watching Nerlens Noel play. Uh, you know, he, he really wants to win on, like, a lot of these guys. Um, but I love watching the Nuggets play with Emmanuel Moody and Kenneth Free. There's just so much energy there. Uh, and they moved to 8-13. Well, the Sixers moved to 1-20. Game of the night was Warriors versus the Raptors. Now, this was... This is a game me and Chris both again predicted the Raptors or the Warriors were going to lose, and we were again wrong. I have to predict they're going to lose every night until they finally do, so I might be wrong for 82 games. But, you know, this game, you saw Kyle Lowry and Steph Curry really, really go at each other. 44 points for Steph Curry, 41 for Lowry. Both had seven assists, but Lowry had four steals and one block. I mean, Lowry, the heart that Lowry shows night in and night out is I mean, this guy refuses to give up. He had a 62 on the whiteboard, whiteboard-worthy performance scale. I mean, he he willed this team to get where they were. Uh, DeMar DeRozan only had 16 points on 5 and 19 shooting, and that's really what did him in. When your second-best player that shoots 20, almost 25% from the field, you're not going to beat the Warriors. They're too good. Um, you know, the the Raptors, surprisingly, only had seven turnovers, which is insane against this Warriors defense, how efficient they can be. Of course, I don't think the Warriors defense has been that great this year. They've been allowing a lot of games over 100 points. There's been a lot of close games. But they're getting these teams' best shot, best focus every single night. Um, the Hornets took out the Bulls for the second time this year. Uh, they moved to 11-8. and eight. Well, the Bulls are 11-6. and six. Uh, you know, just a good game from Nicholas Batum. I mean, he, he's been playing tremendous this year. He's averaging 17 points, four and a half assists, six and a half blocks. This guy has really been on top of his game. And that's coming off a year where he averaged uh, something like nine and a half points. Um, just spitfire in the rest. Rockets beat the Kings 120 to 113. Blazers beat the Wolves 109 to 103. Bucks beat the Knicks 106-91, to kind of a disappointing game for the Knicks. Spurs beat the Celtics. Now, I was on the postgame show on CLNS Radio for this game, uh, and, and this was one of the better games I've seen all season as far as heart goes. Again, if you want to call in and talk about it, our number is 323-642-1558. Call in, talk about any basketball. Uh, looks like we actually do have a caller on the line, so I'll just get to you in one second. Um, 
you know, the Celtics showed amazing heart. But, of course, you know, you're in San Antonio, you're probably not going to win. They're 11-0 at home now. They won, I believe, the last nine at home last year. Uh, the Jazz took out the Pacers in OT without Rudy Gobert, so that is impressive. And the final game of that night, the Clippers beat the Magic. All right, let's get to the phones real quick. What's All up? right, it's, uh, Timo Buckets. Timo Buckets, baby. Oh, what's up, Chris? <clears throat> yeah, guy. Hey, doing fantastic. You sound good. I just checked in, uh, taking a quick break from work. Yeah, we're on episode 24 here. This is awesome. Uh, for those of you uh, listening here on the uh, primetime edition of the Hooper's Log, keep on enjoying it. And one thing I wanted to say, and you mentioned the Nicholas Batum and his stat line uh, before I get to my point, is uh, you, you mentioned him. There's, this is one thing I'm starting to see, and obviously with the whole LeBron James getting his lifetime deal today, which was insane to see on my phone, and Kevin Durant getting his 10-year, 30, mil, $30 million a year, $300 million overall deal with Nike today, you're starting to see guys like Draymond Green and Nicholas Batum and a couple of other small forwards out there that I haven't mentioned that are really starting to play a lot like mini LeBrons. Like they're little minions, like minion LeBron type players, like like Nicholas Batum averaging, you know, 17, 6, and 4. Like that's, that's miniature LeBron numbers. Draymond Green getting, you know, 18 and 4 and 5. You know, you're, you're seeing things like this, and, and it's really cool to see the NBA and see the small forward position kind of turn into this, I guess, I guess a point forward type position where you start to see these guys run around and really start to look a lot like LeBron. Not that they're running the show, not that Draymond Green's running the show, not that Nicholas Batum's running the show, but when it comes to their role on the team, they're really starting to look like miniature LeBrons. It's really cool. It's kind of cool to see how he's really starting to put his imprint on the NBA. One thing I wanted to say before I get out of here and let Andrew take over the rest of the show, we have our quarter poll show tomorrow. Um, it's going to be awesome. We're going to basically break down what's gone on over the first uh, quarter of the season tomorrow. It's going to be a long show, same time, same place, normal time, normal place, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Hooper's Log. But, Andrew, dude, you sound awesome. Keep it going, man. I'll listen for a little longer, and then I'm going to go back on. Anything you want to ask me over the weekend? I was in Portland. I was stuck in traffic coming back. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I just hope oh you and your God. girlfriend have fun on her birthday. I hope you watched that Raptors-Warriors uh, game. I did. Uh, you know, that, that got pretty intense. Um, I watched you know, the end of it. It was, it was a pretty good I weekend watched, of basketball as far as those uh, I watched, the ending of games goes. I watched the very end of that game, Raptors and, and Warriors, and I tell you what um, – I, I, every single game, and I know you're 0 and 22 when it comes to picking the Warriors so far, so your your record is a little <laughs> skewed. But uh, but but when it comes to them, they are. There was a conversation on on Colin Coward I heard this morning about how the NBA has neglected. Well, not, I wouldn't say neglected, but they've not. They have allowed point guards to really run around the perimeter a lot more than they had 20 years ago, which is evident. And you see this team and they're taking advantage of every single loophole that the defense gives them. They do. And on top of it, they play great basketball. It's not the fact that they shoot well from the outside because that obviously helps them. And that's what's got them winning games. Like they've won. This team should have had five losses this year already. And we know that, but the way they shoot from the outside on top of how well of basketball they actually play, it's really impressive. And this team 22 and 0 now, and we're going to talk about them heavily tomorrow. Um, in our quarter poll show, they that Raptor game, Kyle Lowry put it all on the floor. It was unbelievable what he did, and I was more than impressed with his output in that one. 41 points is, is crazy from a point guard, especially when you have a guy like DeMar DeRozan carrying the load. It was 
absolutely insane stuff. But, yeah, we have that show tomorrow, and uh, I watched that game. It was nuts. I definitely called into the post-game show. I saw the end of that one, too. I wasn't really watching basketball. I was kind of watching, like, the last couple of minutes. I want to ask you something, though, non-basketball related before I get back to work. Heisman Trophy, who do you got? Deshaun Watson, uh, who's the other couple? Oh, uh, Henry or uh, or McCaffrey, the McCaffrey son. Who do you got in the, in the Heisman? Now, what a lot of people don't realize about me is I hate Alabama almost as much as I hate the Yankees. And uh, <laughs> what a lot of people also don't realize about me is I was raised to basically think the Yankees are the devil. Um, yeah. That being said, unfortunately – I do have Derrick Henry as the Heisman. I I hope I hope Deshaun Watson wins it because I love his game. Yeah. He's the only reason why why Clemson is where they are. Um, you know they don't have the wide receivers they had years ago with Sammy Watkins yeah. and DeAndre Hopkins. That's not there exactly. anymore. Deshaun Watson's the leader of the show. Defense is good. Defense is really good. But compared to Deshaun Watson, that team goes. That team. You take Deshaun Watson and put an average college quarterback on the team, they maybe win eight games. So I, we'll I hope talk about, he wins it, but I think it'll be Derrick Henry. And we'll talk about this later, obviously, because all the bowl games have come out. There's like 43 bowl games. It's crazy how many bowl games there are this year. But um, with the with the playoff games coming up, did you watch you watch that Big Ten championship game over the weekend? What was your opinion on that? I want to get that before I get out of here. You know, me being a Michigan fan, I, I actually was rooting for Michigan State in this one. Yeah. Um, you know, I do th- – this team does something when you watch them play just with their toughness and they're just – they know they're going to – they know how good they are, even if not everybody gives them the same respect. They know, and, and yeah. I do really like this team. And that yeah. drive, Michigan State put together 22 plays, like nine and a half minutes, one of the best yes. football drives I've seen in my entire life, if not the best. I mean, 22 plays? Yeah. That's just grinding and grinding and grinding. And and then the throw Connor Cook made on third down where, you know, I, I think it was third and eight and got the throw off. I forget who caught it, saved the drive. I mean, this was this was a game to be remembered. And, and I love defensive battles in, in college football or in football in general. And this was something that if you didn't see it, you missed out yeah. big time. Yeah, I totally checked out the fourth quarter on that one. That game was the epitome of a Big Ten battle. And kudos to Iowa. They were a a team coming in with a very, very overrated, undefeated record. But they played to the T with Michigan State. And if they can play that way against Stanford, I would be shocked. I think Stanford's going to destroy them and annihilate them. But if they can keep play the way they played against Michigan State, they have a chance. Andrew, finish the rest of the show. Call in people, 323-642-1558. We'll be back at 2 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Andrew, Take it away, buddy. See you, buddy. I appreciate you calling in, Chris. Yeah, speaking of college football, something we definitely want to do, and, of course, me and Chris will have to discuss it. We'll have to set something up because, you know, the schedule for us can get pretty hectic, you know, with how many games there is every night in basketball. We always got to make room because we do both love football. We love most sports. Um, Something we really want to do is a show where we go over and predict every single college football bowl game, something me and my family do every year. Um, you get a you get a list of all the games you have to pick against the spread, and then you get confidence points. This year it'll be one to forty two or forty three or whatever it is, and uh, the winner at the end normally ends up with like seven hundred dollars, two hundred because we have so many people in it. It's been a family tradition since before I was born. Um, so you know that's a show I would love to do. One, it'll help me out, you know, in my in my pool. But picking against the spread always makes it almost impossible. Normally, people who guess end up winning it, but uh. 
yeah, that's something we'll definitely want to do. Other things we're discussing today, uh, we want to discuss the LeBron James shoe deal. I, I don't believe the exact figures come out for how much it is, but we do know, what, from what I read, it completely demolishes Kevin Durant's $300 million. Now, this is a lifelong contract. I don't know if that means they're going to pay him $50 million a year until the day he dies. I don't, you know, I don't know what lifelong contract entails, what the clauses are. It's something I'm going to be really interested to read the details of, you know, the the fine print. Uh, but that is something I definitely want to discuss. I, you know, if it's blown out the $300 million deal, I, I mean, if it's lifelong, you got to think somewhere around a billion, don't you? I mean, you really have to think about it. This guy could make a million dollars or a billion, excuse me, a billion dollars from Nike. If it's a lifelong deal, this is the best basketball player in the world, probably as of right now, the second most iconic basketball player to ever play behind Michael Jordan. And they just signed him to a lifelong contract. What could the numbers be on this? If you have any information, definitely call in. I want to know what the numbers could be. Another thing I want to talk about. Uh, Last time I was on here, what we did a lot, we talked a lot about Star Wars Battlefront coming out. I bought another new game. Me and my buddies have been playing it. I, Chris has got to get it. i got to talk him into getting it. Three, one of the funnest games I've ever played. You get this grappling hook, this wingsuit, this parachute, just nonstop action, what to do. Um, but if you want to call in, talk about that, we'll definitely talk about that. Let's get back to the recap. We're only going to go into detail on two games Sunday. Uh, let me read off the rest. The Grizzlies beat the Suns 95-93 to in a really good game. Uh, the Mavericks won 116-104 over the Wizards, who are now 8-10. and And the Thunder won 98-95 over the Kings. Uh, you know, it's kind of disappointing seeing that the Thunder are only winning by this much and almost giving up leads in the fourth quarter against a team like the Kings, especially when DeMarcus Cousins is an off night. But it is the NBA. That stuff is going to happen. Uh, two things I want to get into. First, of course, my Pistons took on the Lakers. Uh, and I think this game really showed how bad things have gotten to the Lakers. Pistons started the game on a 15-0 run. At one point, we're up 30 to, or 35 points. Kobe shot two for 15. He is now shooting 29% on the season. Uh, you know, this has gotten bad. Julius Randle only played 24 minutes. Jordan, or D'Angelo Russell only played 22. Um, you know, the, Celt- or the Lakers turned it over 15 times. It, it was just an ugly game. Well, the Pistons absolutely dominated. Got a three-game win streak. You know, it was good to see for me, but but for Lakers fans, I don't think they realize how far away they are. Jordan Clarkson, really good player. He's not a franchise player. D'Angelo Russell, so far, doesn't look like franchise player. Julius Randle, very good. I don't know if he'll ever be great. You know, I think he'll be that kind of verge all-star guy at best. Um, but the game I really want to get into is the Warriors versus the Nets. Again, I'm not going to go crazy into detail. It wasn't that great of a game until maybe about halfway through the third quarter. The Warriors have this weird thing that whenever Twitter starts talking about it being a close game, by the time you flip to that, that channel on League Pass, it, they're up 10. It's insane. You, you know, it, and all it takes is a couple of screens, a couple of Steph threes, a couple of clay threes, a, a Draymond lob. And they'll do it in a minute. They'll score 10 points in a minute and not let you score once. It's it's really just something to see. Now, what people don't realize, this Warrior success doesn't come off just great three-point shooting. The great three-point shooting stems from off-ball screens, moving without the balls. Uh, something that, you know, all these great three-point shooters you've seen throughout history have all been great at, but they do it completely as a team. Any NBA game you watch nowadays, I mean, 
you can see guys just standing there, iso ball, iso ball. My favorite player in the world is one of the most guilty at it. LeBron, of course, he can do it because he's that great. So many of these teams can't, and they're still getting just trouble. And it's it's really frustrating to see, especially when you see this Warriors team who all these guys, it's like an island of misfit toys if you went back to the beginning of their careers where Steph, nobody really knew. Clay, nobody was crazy high on. Draymond Green was a second rounder. Andrew Bogut, of course, was the number one overall pick, but when he came to the Warriors, he was nothing great. Festus is the elitist second round pick. Uh, Harrison Barnes, a lottery pick. Uh, but he really became a lot better than people thought he was going to be. You know, coming out of high school, he was pinned as the next great one. Uh, coming out of college, he was pinned as, you know, a role player, a very good role player. He's become a little bit better than that. But, you know, this team works together, and they improve They improve everybody just by what the way they play. Now, the number one effect is somebody like Steph Curry. He gets a double off-ball screen, flips open, and all three of those players in that area are going to be going straight towards him. That opens up somebody else, that opens up somebody else, and they love to move the ball. Their goal is 30 assists every single night. They're averaging something like 29. It's it's just this might be one of the better teams in NBA history. Um, let's go into what's going on right now. Uh, my Pistons right now, P.J. Harrison just sunk free throw, so they are now down 17-12. to 12. Uh, Mark Smore fouled. Him on an A1. Excuse me, I do kind of have the hiccups here. I'm trying to get rid of him while I'm talking. Uh, and the Spurs are up 19 to 13. Uh, you know, the Pistons versus Hornets. This is a, the both teams are on third game in four nights. So no schedule excuses that I always use for my Pistons. Normally they're warranted. Uh, you know, they came out strong. The Hornets have looked a little bit better so far. Uh, and the 76ers. You know, they're not getting blown out yet. Halfway through this, they're only down six. Covington has seven points. Uh, Tony Parker has eight. But back on the LeBron subject, um, and, and I really want you guys to call in and talk about this. I really want to know what everybody else's opinion is on it uh, because it's something that how much money could this guy really make? If you think about it, a lifetime contract. Uh, does a lifetime contract mean, you know, until, he's, until he retires? Does it mean until he dies? Does it mean until he turns 50? Does it mean until, you know, they just kind of get sick of him? Uh, and does... You know, if it's until he turns, let's say, 60 years old, does it get less and less after he retires, or does it stay the same? Is this guy going to be making a bill? Is this guy going to get a billion dollar contract? I mean, I might sound dumb. The more I think about it, the more it makes sense until he retires. But even then, I think they would have just signed him to a 10 year deal. Um, it, you know, if this is something where lifetime literally means lifetime, I'd be shocked if it's anything less than a billion. Um, and we, we one thing I learned uh, in my argument for these from with these LeBron haters is that this guy one time when he was very young said he wants to be a billionaire athlete. At that time, he would have been the first one ever, obviously Michael Jordan. But now he wants to reach that as well. People kill him for it because the guy likes money. Um, so that doesn't make much sense to me because I'm pretty sure everybody likes money. I'm a greedy bleep. When it comes to money, money is, I will do just about anything for money. Uh, but you, you really wonder what, you know, what does this entail? Because it can't just be, all right, you get a shoe, one comes out a year. I mean, this has got to entail like a whole giant clothing line. I know he's already got some clothing, but this has got to entail you know, more than just a few shirts here and there. This is going to entail a ton of ads, everything. He's going to have to be putting in work for Nike. Um, 
Now, let's get into the Just Cause 3 talk. I love talking about video games. You guys know I'm a gamer. Um, now, this game, uh, I've been playing it with, with my buddy mostly. Uh, we're trying to, we've basically gone on a, who I work with also, we basically went on a rampage today at work trying to get everybody to buy the game. <laughs> That's how much we love it. We, I mean, we, we sound like those weird kids in high school that, like, would make references to their favorite video game, like Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, like pretending to throw Thunderbolts at each other. Because what, what happens, I'm laughing at myself here, but what happens is you get this grappling, right? And you can do the craziest things. Let's say somebody's pissing you off. Somebody runs you over with their car. You can hook them up with a grappling hook and then hook them up to a different car, and there they go with that other car. Well, last night I broke into this military base. You're, you're, the goal of the game is to uh, take out this dictator. I broke into this military base, and, and what happened was they all started attacking me, but you got to do certain things like take out these fuel tanks, take out, take out captains, take out these guys, uh, take out antennas, take out satellites. I took over this, this military base that was held by the dictator, and now i got these sweet jets to fly around in. Um, so what I want, again, the number is 323-642-1558. We're going to go to a break here in a minute. Uh, but what I want, I want you guys to call in, whether it's about Just Cause, whether it's about a, a Nike LeBron lifetime shoe deal, whether it's about the recap of this weekend, uh, Jerry Colangelo with the Sixers, um, you know, what's going on in the NBA world right now, or anything. You know, call in, talk about anything. I don't care what it is. Come talk, 323-642-1558. Um, so right now we're going to go to a little break. Uh, you know, when I come back, I am expecting, I'm expecting somebody on on the line. But all right, we will be back in just a minute here. Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers out there, man. You've been doing all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? I'm expecting with my full capability, and now I'm living in correction no facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on IQ, because the said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on a dope beat, and it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach, cause they don't flow like this one. You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through, so don't try to sing this. Some drop science, well I'm dropping English, even if yellow makes it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sex. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing. But making a sucker in you equal. Don't be another sequel. Thank you. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.